welcome to Turn the Page, the official podcast of the Syosset Public Library. Syosset Libraries Turn the Page podcast. This is Jessica. I will be your host today. Um, If I sound really peppy, it's because I am not only hopped up on caffeine, which is normal for me, but I'm having a Reese's Cake 5 for breakfast. So I I apologize in advance to to our guest who's going to have to deal with me at like fall sugar rush and caffeine. Um, But their book, um, She is a Haunting, is crazy amazing. And um, I highly recommend that you all read it even before we get into this conversation because it will probably have you talking about as fast as I am with excitement about all the things that happen in it. Um, so before before we jump into it, I am actually going to um, invite our guests to introduce themselves and tell us about She is a Haunting. Yeah, um, so hello, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Trang Tran, and She is a Haunting is my debut novel. Um, it is about a 17-year-old Vietnamese-American girl named uh, Jade Wynn who goes back to Vietnam uh, to visit her estranged father in exchange for college money. And, you know, he's renovating this house in Dai Lac, which is like in the central mountainside of Vietnam. Um, and this house is, you know, from like a 1920s French colonial house. And there's all this history there. Um, and she is a closeted bisexual. She you know, she's going through all these different teenage experiences and she's about to go off for college and she just wants to survive this summer. And obviously the house has other plans. You know, there's this, um, you know, there's all these bugs, there's all these creepy things happening. And suddenly there's this ghost that's telling her don't eat, you know? And so this whole story is about, you know, it's a coming of age story that is set in the horror genre. And um, it's all about, you know, family and all about um, coming into your own, basically. I, first of all, I loved it. And the title is extremely haunting. And while I'm reading the book, like I had many different ideas about what, who she was, you know, Mm -hmm. and I loved that about it. Um, Jade is a character that I could like, absolutely. I loved, I loved reading her, um, you know, so she's estranged from her father. Um, She's living with um, her mother and her two younger siblings. Her father, Ba, is living in Vietnam. um, And there's definitely some feelings of Mm -hmm. um, not too happiness, to say the least, about between the two of them. But um, she wants to, she's going to, is it Penn State? Um, She's going to UPenn. UPenn, UPenn. and, you know, she needs money to do this. And her mother, you know, works um, in a nail salon. And, mm-hmm. you know, she she goes to her father for money. And his proviso is, cool, you come stay in this house with me for five weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you the money. Um, and it just is a really interesting story because as the story of the house and the history of the house opens up, so do you find out what makes Jade tick Mm -hmm. and how everything kind of comes together is just crazy. So uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about where this story came from? This is your debut novel. Have you written before? Um, Have you always been a horror fan? 
So um, I've written before, but this is actually my first book. Um, but I've always been a horror fan. Um, I actually started in horror movies. I watched horror movies way too young, like six-year-old and watching like Night Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, but it wasn't until like, you know, in 2020 when we were all stuck inside our houses that I was like, I was stuck on this other project and I was like, okay, let me think about something new to write. And I was like, all right, what about the horror of being stuck in your house, <laughs> you know, stuck in a house that you don't want to be in? Um, and, you know, it all started with the question, you know, like, what are you most afraid of? And like, at the time, you know, I was experiencing all these things about like, you know, not feeling like I fit in and, you know, here and then also being scared of going back to Vietnam. And I kind of channeled that into the book, you know, in terms of like this young Vietnamese American girl having to having no choice but to go back and like what happens when she's there and uncovering all these things about her family and about her dad. Um, and it was really fun. And it was like, really, it was, it was almost healing in a way because, it, you know, because it was just like everything coming together and having this young girl kind of experience like what it means to confront your history and what it means to confront, you know, your relationship with your father that is very difficult. So uh, the, uh, first of all, so it's a French colonial house in Vietnam. So that uh, there's a history there. And mm -hmm. that kind of comes into direct conflict with, you know, um, Jade and, you know, like her experience as a Vietnamese American who doesn't necessarily feel like she fits anywhere. And um, th there are these people who, who come to the house. Is it um, it's Alma and Thomas and I yeah. believe Alma. Like she's got a degree in um, colonialism. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, and basically like explains the history of Vietnam to, mm -hmm. you know, and that was a really interesting touch. Um, and then there's all the bugs. Yes. <laughs> bugs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, you are afraid of bugs. I am afraid of bugs, especially parasites. So that's kind of where it came from. <laughs> Yeah, there was some really good bug scenes in it. And I like that you, you know, especially parasites, it's the I, I don't want to talk too much about that specific um place, you know, a, a term because um there's other things that come into it in the story. But um so when you were writing Jade's uh story as a closeted bisexual, um, you know. What like what about so specifically um, as somebody who is also bi myself, mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm curious, you know, um, what about that specific experience um, wove its way into the story? I, I really like um, kind of how you depict, you know, like how she is in high school. I think like we think of now as a little bit more of an open time for mm -hmm. people to be queer. But then at the same time, I don't know. It depends on where you are. It depends on yes. your head. And it doesn't necessarily, like, it's really not. I mean, I'm 43. And mm -hmm. um, I mean, I still remember this weird article that came out in like the late 90s, which is like the new sexuality. Yeah. And at that point, I wasn't necessarily, I wasn't out to anybody, including myself. Mm -hmm. But I remember being like new, like, you know, somewhere mm -hmm. in the back of my mind. I'm like, but this is this is normal to me. 
Um, but also, you know, you have to hide it. So, um, yeah, where did you kind of, where did that whole thing um, come from specifically? So um, at the time I, I wasn't out to my mom as bisexual and like Jade has this experience where like she has a good relationship with her mom, but at the same time, like she's afraid to kind of share all of these things about her. And I think, I think for teenagers, sometimes there's this um, pressure to like decide everything by the time you're 18. You know, you decide, you have to decide your major, where you're going to college, you know, what you want to be in four years. And Jade's not really ready to kind of do any of that. You know, there's this, this pressure to really know yourself, but like she, um, and I wanted to create space in the story for her. Like she knows that she is bisexual, but at the same time, it's like, she wants to have time to kind of explore these things about herself before she has to like, just jump out there and have this, you know, coming out experience. Not all people have that, you know, sometimes it's a slow, slow, a slow process. Um, and I kind of wanted to have that build in the story because it's all about her identity, right? Like her, her identity as a Vietnamese American, her identity as um, a queer person and how that comes into play when you're hiding all these parts of yourself where at the same time that this house is trying to draw, draw it from you. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Yeah, no. And, um, you know, one thing you're, you're talking about the different parts of yourself, the, the house, when the house speaks, the house has like different body parts, mm -hmm. um, which was creepy and also awesome. Um, where did all of that come from? Okay, so I love a house that has a mind of its own. <laughs> like, I love those, and I, I love that in a story. Um, so I was really inspired by, you know, Shirley Jackson's um, Haunting of Hill House, and I felt like this story didn't really come together until I was, until I had this voice in my head that was just like, this house eats and is eaten. And I was like, it's the, it's the house, the house is speaking, you know, because I feel like, um, at least in the story, you find that, you know, houses have character, you know, and in the mid, <laughs> when I was locked inside my own house, I was starting to think like, what about the houses that are abandoned? They must be so lonely, you know, <laughs> and like, that's kind of where it came from, um, the house's voice. And like, sometimes the only witness to anything in your life is where you live. And like, I kind I found that interesting in the sense, like, you know, what do these spaces hold over time, right? So like in, in Vietnam, for example, in Dai Lac, there are, there are these abandoned houses from um, that French colonial period. They're, they're abandoned now because, you know, the French left, you know, when the Americans came in um, for the war, but they're still there. They're still standing. And I just found it really curious that they're still there. And I was wondering, you know, like what, what happens when someone goes to live in it now, you know, and what things will they kind of unearth? And things are unearthed. I just, yeah. <laughs> in so many different ways, I want to also talk about sleep paralysis, because as somebody mm -hmm. who has also, um, when I was much younger, um, I suffered from sleep paralysis mm -hmm. and reading somebody's sleep paralysis experience is extremely scary. Uh, but um, I love that you put it in this story. Um, could you talk a little bit about it? Yeah. So I, so Jade is someone who's like really in wants to be really in control of her life. And I was like, you know, what is, how creepy would it be if you woke up and you just couldn't, you just couldn't move, right? And that's an experience that a lot of people have. And I felt like for Jade, 
that is a violation of her body, especially as she figures out like, you know, why it's happening. And I just think it's an interesting way to kind of explore, you know, the autonomy that you lose when your body is sort of against you in a way. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. Um, And it is really, really terrifying. I mean, I just, I, I, you know, that was something that happened to me, like I said, when I was younger, and I actually, like, I remember describing it to my parents, and then being like, well, it's just a dream. And then it wasn't until I was in my 20s, Mm-hmm. that I found out that it was a thing that existed that had a name and I was like yeah. oh okay thank you for this knowledge that I could have used back then but um it was just a, it was just really added to this to, to the flavor of the story there's just so many layers just like levels of a house and rooms mm-hmm. of a house in the story um especially Jade's rela- so there's Jade's relationship with her father um which is very very complicated um and I love Jade's relationship with her mother and just sort of the nuances of you know how they communicated but not necessarily directly you know Mm -hmm. like um, Jade would say would mention something um there's there's a scene and I don't want to give it away where Jade goes to work with her mom and Mm -hmm. I just I loved it because just kind of like the difference um in perception between the two Mm -hmm. of them is very true to how a child perceives their parent and you know mm-hmm. what their parent is doing and what the parent might come back and say well you know this is your perception but it's also this um and mm-hmm. i really 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 loved that scene but man jade and her father there was some real interesting push and pull there mm-hmm. um and that was that was just a really fascinating relationship to watch um Mm -hmm. was there a specific relationship I'll get into Florence later because I also really like her um but was there another were were there any other specific relationships or or, uh, that you really enjoyed writing um I really liked writing Jade with her sister Lily um I felt like you know in the very early early draft Actually, when I had the idea for the book, I was like, she has a sister. But when I first drafted it, I drafted it without her. And then I realized she's missing her sister. (laughs) And that's why she had to come back in. And the reason I like it so much is because, um, you know, in a household, sometimes between siblings, your perception of your relationship with your parents can vary a lot, you know, just because, you know, one's older, one's younger, like your, your experience with your parents is different from your younger sibling or older siblings experience with their parents. Right. And so I kind of wanted to write that conflict in where it's like these two sisters who are really close and yet have very different perspectives on what's going on with their parents and what they want for their family. Um, And I felt that to be really fun to write because it's, you know, it's this, Um, push and pull between siblings who really care about each other and yet have very different end goals. So let's talk about Florence. I love her. Yeah, I do too. (laughs) Man. So Florence is like, um, so she's, she's really interesting. Uh, You know what? You describe Florence because I'm going to say things and it's going to be a mush and it's not going to (laughs) make any sense to the listeners. Yes. So um, Florence is a Vietnamese girl. Um, She was born in Vietnam, but she went to um, boarding school in the U.S. And so she is a very 
I think the first word I want to describe her as is is weird and kind of free-spirited in a way that Jade isn't. Um, and she cracks a lot of jokes and she rides a motorbike and she's just, I feel like she's like the perfect foil for Jade who's like sort of almost uptight about some things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, she just kind of like jumped off the page and... Mm -hmm the more Jade gets to know her and the more we get to know her, it almost gives, it, it seems to almost give Jade like an outlet and also kind of a way to explore the other part of her, um, mm -hmm. you know, um, and there's, there's more to it, but, you know, I kind of liked sort of like going on that journey with Jade and being like, is she flirting with me? Like what? <laughs> he just, weird you know like what is this it was yeah I just oh my god I could totally read an entire book about Florence just being yeah yeah I just I I love her so much and I I think it's funny because she just she makes Jade like sort of insecure about her position in life you know because Jade's like I'm not gonna deal with all these things about myself until way later but it happens all the time. Like you can't help the way that you feel, right? And like, especially when you're a teenager, like some of these things, it's a crush is fun. A crush hurts and a crush is fun. And I think like Jade can't resist it when someone is just so sort of infectious with like. I think it's it's perfect. And it's interesting because you you get, you, you also get snippets um, that Jade had a friend breakup before mm -hmm. graduation which is um, a very complicated thing. And the reason for her friend breakup is interesting. Um, aside from the fact that like, I feel like a lot of people before they go to college, that kind mm -hmm. of happens. Even if you think that this person has been your best friend forever, you know, you're on, you're really like, it is a really, um, it's a, it's a, it's a point in your life um, where a lot of change is about to happen very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. And you're really, you can't be sure what's going to happen next. And a lot of people do make kind of dumb choices right before they leave for college. I recall many, many, many mm -hmm. that I mm -hmm. had seen and experienced. So um, it, it just everything about the book, it was like just this, big swirling almost like hurricane of emotions that she brought to this house that was already a big swirling hurricane of secrets mm -hmm. yeah yeah um so before we close out i'm curious so let's talk about some of your favorite horror because i myself also um i i always liked horror but i found it therapeutic <laughs> during the pandemic also, um, which people look at me and they think that I'm nuts, but it really was my comfort genre and continues to be um, mm -hmm. as things continue to be a little bit more tumultuous for various reasons. Um, so let's talk about some of your favorites. I, so you, you watched Nightmare on Elm Street when you were six. Yes, uh, way too early. And I, and I don't know what the draw was. I just turned on the TV and obviously there's all these age-appropriate choices but that was what I chose to watch repeatedly um I mean so I got started on movies first and I as I got older I started reading like more
Stephen King, for example, but like my more recent favorites. Um, last year, I love The Hacienda by Isabel Cañas. It's a yep. beautiful book, beautiful book. I love it so much. Like there's just so much great horror that's happening right now. And I find, and the reason I like it so much is I feel like it's a, I mean, horror can be many things, but for me, I like that it's a safe space where you can kind of explore all these different issues, right? Explore all these different scary things and you, you get to close the book and all the monsters stay inside the book. And I find that very, very pleasing, you know, because you can choose when to engage with these issues. Um, and so, yeah, it continues to be a favorite genre of mine as well. Is there anything that you're um, working on now that this one is out? I am working on my second book. Um, I can't say too much about it, but it is also horror and it's also about another Vietnamese American girl. Very cool. I cannot wait to read it. Um, so uh, She is a Haunting is out. What's the specific date again, the release date? February 28th. Excellent. And uh, you should all be reading it because it is great. Um, so once again, um, hyped up on caffeine and sugar. This was Jessica from Sunny <laughs> public library and our special guest was Tran Tan Tran thank you so much you're welcome and we are going to close this chapter of turn the page it's time to close this chapter of turn the page join us for the next episode